It's 7 o'clock on Utah's Morning News. Good morning, I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story on the 7 o'clock report. Make it two days in a row that we've got a nearly billion-dollar proposal for a new sports stadium. A Utah lawmaker is now putting forth a bill that would help fund a new NHL stadium in Salt Lake City. KSL News Radio's Adam Small begins our team coverage, Eye on the Hill 2024. Adam? Amanda, and to top it off, as the bill is currently written, it could not only help build a new home for an NHL team, but also the Utah Jazz. Senator McKay, Dan McKay's bill would increase Salt Lake City's sales tax rate by a half a percent. He tells the Salt Lake Tribune the project alone could generate a billion dollars over the next three decades. Now, this could entice the Jazz to stick around the downtown area after the Tribune released a report a few months ago that the Jazz were in contact with leaders of the Point in the Mountain and Draper. The money can also be used on things around the arena. It'll get its first committee hearing this afternoon. Live at the Delta Center, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. A Utah Senate committee advanced a bill to regulate college athletes' NIL contracts, and it would also keep those contracts out of the public eye. According to the Deseret News, the legislation would require athletes to submit any contract over $600 in value to the university. The school then would provide the athlete written acknowledgement on whether the contract conflicts with the university policies or any of that proposed law. The law would also prohibit college athletes from promoting such products as tobacco, e-cigarettes, alcohol, or promoting gambling or sexually oriented businesses. The bill also ensures agreements and related material would not be subjected to the public through Utah's Government Records Access and Management Act, or GRAMA. If passed, it would go into effect May 1st of this year. Mark Jackson, KSL News Radio. State leaders want to create a water agent to help get more water into the state. KSL News Radio's Peter Johnston is live with more. Peter? Amanda, the water agent is a thing, but also don't forget the water commission. The commission and agent would be new roles created by a bill that's trying to set up a process for regulating water up to a century from now. That water agent will work with other states to try to develop new water sources. We know we have to conserve, but we know that without new water resources, uh, water is the limiting factor to our growth. That's Senate President Stuart Adams, who spoke with Utah's Morning News a couple weeks ago. He says that Nevada took an idea for desalination of water and negotiation of water rights with California. This bill has a lot of momentum because it has top lawmakers from both the House and the Senate sponsoring it, although some environmental groups are speaking out against it. Reporting live, Peter Johnston, KSL News Radio. KSL's top national stories this hour. President Biden is talking about making changes to policies at the border. A White House official confirms the potential executive action from the president would place new restrictions on asylum seekers. Asylum seekers could be required to prove they need to remain in the U.S. for reasons such as a medical emergency or fear of torture in their home country. The new action, if taken by the president, could put him at odds with his own party. Some Democrats compare such a crackdown to Trump-era policy. But critics say the influx of migrants, which includes a growing number of people from China and other countries, poses a national security risk. ABC's Lionel Moise reporting. There has been a significant increase in the number of people under the age of 55 dying from colon cancer. An American Cancer Society report in 2024, they said colon cancer is the number one cause of cancer-related death in men under 50 and Colorectal cancer is the number two cause of cancer-related deaths in women under 50. Dr. Nathan Merriman is the medical director of gastroenterology and digestive health at Intermountain Health. He says colon cancer is very preventable and treatable if caught early with a colonoscopy. He says everyone should get a colon cancer screening by age 45 or even younger if there's a family history or someone is having symptoms. Don Brinkerhoff, KSL News Radio. 
North American hospitals are seeing a growing number of visits from teenage boys with eating disorders. Here's KSL News Radio's Alexandria Bonilla. The number of eating disorder-related hospitalizations increased 139% in the last two decades, according to a Canadian study. The biggest increases were from teenage boys 12 to 14 years old. The number of hospital visits increased by 416%. Health experts say the steep increase is partly because we have a better understanding of how eating disorders show up in teen boys. Many of them just want to bulk up. Experts say social media and society is pressuring them to appear buffer and leaner at a younger age. Alexandria Bonilla, KSL News Radio. Here's something to think about at the office. Sitting for too long can increase your risk for heart disease and even death. Researchers in I should stand up as I'm reading. <laughs> Researchers in Taiwan say those who sit at work are 34% more likely to die from cardiovascular disease. Cardiologist Dr. Tamana Singh is with the Cleveland Clinic. If we don't stay on top of movement, physical activity during the course of the day on a very consistent basis, we lose the uh, empowerment that we have to keep our blood pressure well controlled, lower our cholesterol manage our blood sugar and prevent things like diabetes, and of course, manage our weight. The study says to help offset those risks, people should be active for at least 15 to 30 minutes a day. Yeah, get up and get moving this morning. We'll see if your traffic is moving the way it's supposed to with First Look Traffic on the 7 o'clock report. Andy? Unfortunately, not like you'd like. Right now, they've got a ramp closure from northbound 215 to go to West 80. That's the ramp a lot of people take to the airport, so instead they're having to go to the Redwood Road exit uh, up near I-80. A lot of people are staying on I-215 and going up to 700 north. Backups continue on 201, getting worse now, approaching what looks like a crash on the right shoulder at 201 in Bangor. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. KSL News Time now is 7.06. Thousands of people around the country woke up this morning without any cell phone service. AT&T, Cricket Wireless, Verizon, T-Mobile, and other providers have all had problems. The website Down Detector says AT&T has had the biggest problems with over 64,000 outages this morning. At this point, there doesn't appear to be any major problem here in Utah. As of about 20 minutes ago, that number was up to 74,000. More universities now dropping the requirement to take the SAT or ACT to be admitted, including the University of Utah. KSL News Radio's Heather Peterson has the story. The U has been test optional for a couple years now, but this week the Board of Trustees chose to extend the policy indefinitely. As it turns out, for the University of Utah's applicant pool, high school grade point average is a better indicator for success than the score on an ACT or SAT test. Steve Robinson from Enrollment at the U says they've seen growth in the applicant pool and they didn't see any drop-off in academic performance since altering the requirement. This change comes as part of a larger movement across the country. Fairtest.org reports that more than 2,000 colleges no longer require test scores to be admitted, including local universities like BYU and Utah State. Heather Peterson, KSL News Radio. Happening today, Chad Daybell will appear in an Idaho courtroom for a pretrial conference. Daybell is facing the death penalty if he's convicted of murdering and conspiring to murder his first wife and Lori Vallow Daybell's two children. The hearing starts at 9.30 this morning. His trial is scheduled to begin in April. A West Valley man facing charges accused of having explosive materials in his car earlier this month. Police evacuated uh, several nearby businesses while a bomb squad checked out Arthur Palmer's car and cleared the scene. American Airlines is raising baggage fees, but will the other airlines follow? First and foremost, airlines are dealing with a slowdown in business, according to former United Airlines CEO Oscar Munoz. The lull is mostly in what we call the leisure market. 
while there's some you know travel for spring break and such that are upcoming, uh, there's just a little quiet period after the end of the year. So it's seasonal. But higher baggage fees may be an outlier in the effort to raise revenue. Munoz says ultimately, airlines will focus on ways that are optional but attractive to the consumer, such as paying for roomier seats. CNBC's Peter Schacknow says airlines are also trying to incentivize passengers to buy tickets directly from their websites rather than travel discount sites. Some of the lower cost airlines I always crack up. You can get your ticket to go somewhere, but then you need to pay for a seat. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out how I get on this plane uh, if you don't give me a seat. Right. Or you pay for a cup of water uh-huh. uh, or carry-on bags. There are a lot of ways they can get you. <laughs>